Welcome to Healthcare Happenings, a One Digital Employer Advisory Podcast. It's no secret that healthcare is complicated, and to prepare for the road ahead, business leaders need transparency and access to information in order to develop the best health benefit strategy. Our team of compliance leaders are here to shed light on the latest developments on the Hill and share their collective vision for ways to improve the healthcare experience. Welcome back again. Um, it's our it's our team here for your podcast, Annette Bechtold, Scott Lamb, Ron Bergazzi, and Samantha Oliver. So, Ron, you have some great updates for us. We want to talk about this Blue Cross Blue Shield big antitrust settlement, um, and there's yep. lots of lots of people being contacted. So, Ron, you've got some updates. Yeah, let well, start. Pending, pending final approval, uh, we're looking at probably $1.9 billion after fees that will be distributed to groups. Uh, that's going to be uh, split. 93.5% is going to go to fully insured groups. Uh, and then the remaining 65 will go to self-insured groups. And that probably represents the typical split between what percentage of is self-insured and fully insured. Uh, the dates. So what's this settlement about? I mean, what's the, what was the class action about? I think maybe we need to kind of back up a minute and kind of talk okay. about this class action. Yeah. Well, they, they essentially claim that, that the franchise system, if you will, for Blue Cross Blue Shield resulted in anti-competitive behavior, that it restricted competition to certain geographic regions. And as a result of that, Blue Cross clients ended up being overcharged or ended up paying more than they would have if there had been competition. Uh, what's interesting about that, Annette, is <clears throat> what implications, if any, this has for future competition. Uh, frankly, from a from a broker standpoint, it would be great to see an opening of competition among states with the Blue Cross Blue Shield logo. And as confusing as that might be, uh, you can think about a Blue Cross plan going in and acquiring a local plan and then putting the Blue Cross Blue Shield logo on it. And so... Uh, it, it's a little it's a little perplexing that you can't have sort of this franchise system, but but we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. So yeah, right. So there was like this lawsuit, an antitrust lawsuit, basically against the Blues, um, and rather than admit guilt or anything, and rather than have to deal with that massive amount of probably attorney fees and litigation costs, they came up with this settlement. Um, and I know a lot of our clients have been approached by third parties saying that they will represent them, I guess, in their shoes to apply for this settlement. Yeah. And Scott, you might comment on that because I've looked at some of the websites and they appear to be Blue Cross Blue Shield settlement websites. But if you really look at the fine print at the end of uh, the application forms, they do reference that you're actually using somebody's law firm to submit that claim for you. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to speak, you know, it's, it's difficult because I don't want to speak in too broad, a br- a b- broad brushstrokes here in definitive terms, only because not all third party vendors are created yeah. equal. Some some deliver quite a bit of value um, in the process of navigating a situation like this. Some de- some deliver very little value. But if you want to try to wrap your head around an analogy, just think about the uh, the commercials you see on TV at like 3 a.m. Uh, when you're when you're flipping through the golf channel and, and, and it's it's like. Like, were you injured by talc? Contact XYZ law firm and 
and we'll we'll make sure you get your money. But really what they're doing is they're building a class and they're trying to identify who class members are. And then that law firm stands to make a ton of money representing an entire class. So then what, but what, what, when class actions suits are settled, usually a condition of a settlement agreement between the parties is going that a judge would approve is usually going to require that the defendant uh, in this case, it would be the Blue Cross plans um, that the defendant make the process for filing a claim to receive your stake in that settlement award as simple as humanly possible. Um, it's not intended to be terribly complex. It's not intended to necessitate necessarily a third party uh, to, to, to give assistance. And I think what's happening is that there are some vendors out there that are trying to build volume and they're going yeah. to just about every company in the country, just regardless of how large their potential award is and saying, let us represent you, understanding that if you can get enough employers, you can make a lot of money doing this. And the value proposition of these companies are very different. But to Ron's point, you can find some that are fairly misleading where you might get on a website you think you're on the Blue Cross Blue Shield website, the official settlement website, but you're actually on a third party vendor who's trying to get you to commit to them to to represent you. What I would say is just, just be diligent. Think about it. You know, think practically about the amount of money that you're, you're likely to receive from this, from this settlement and think about whether you want to part with any of that money to a third party or whether you think that's necessary. And Scott, so it makes point. me think about all these ones that I that I've gotten in the mail, right? You get the little card in the mail that says, "Hey, you're part of a class action suit with like yeah. whoever your natural gas company is, or you know whoever." And you're like, "Really? Okay, but only you know." check here to opt out. Okay, well, I don't do anything because I don't know what the heck it is. So I don't. And then magically, I get a check like two years later for like $17.52. And I'm like, yay, I don't, you know, so what are we talking about here? Is it going to be that kind of thing? And if so, like, why would I hire somebody? Yeah, I think aside from the fact that we now know how Scott spends his time with his new child at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh, those late nights predate my child, Ron. I was like, I don't, okay. even, know, I don't even know what commercials are anymore. I just have like blue Amazon Prime. So, so one point nine billion dollars, Ron. I find myself yeah. buying magical chippers, chipper clubs, and then joining class action lawsuits. That's what I find myself doing at three. Right. And buying a lot of Ginsu knives. Um, so one point nine billion sounds like a lot of money, but but if you if you just think about uh, the billions of dollars, trillions of dollars that that Blue Cross pays out each year, my guess is it's going to be, uh, you know not a significant amount of money per client. Uh, so, which which emphasizes Scott's point even more, you might not want to share a small amount with someone else. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, but could there be? Could there be somebody who has a sig- significant amount where that would be important to be represented? Yeah. Ron, are you I'm able to sure shed some... Are you able to shed some light on how somebody could potentially quantify what their, what their award could look like? Well, I can only speculate, but but I I would say that it's probably going to be less than a percent. Now, that's a dangerous assumption to make. But if we think about the basis of the settlement, it probably represents uh, some form of discount withhold, things like that, that result from the fact that that, uh, they use interplan bank, which means that if I have a 
individual in Virginia goes out of state to Pennsylvania and goes to a Pennsylvania hospital, then I pay a fee for that transaction to the Pennsylvania Blue Cross Blue Shield. So, so there's probably some subset of that as opposed to some dramatically different amount. Words, if we think about the competition and we go out and we get competitive bids and so forth, you know, the competitive bids generally, if they're priced correctly, are within one or two percent. So to me, it would be hard to, to uh, come up with large numbers as a percentage of your total. So I, I just think in terms of maybe a percent, maybe a half percent. And, it, and again, that, that's a guess. All right. So there you have it. We've got uh, probably a small settlement for most um, and just, you know, probably not necessary. Go to the website, sign up and find out when everything. Uh, when you yeah, need to I'm take looking on the website right now. And I think uh, the date to basically decide if you're going to file a claim or if you want to opt out needs to be done by November 5th of 2021. Sandra, so you we, see, this is we, going to be a long haul again. Did we mention the what the official website is? Uh, the website is bcbssettlement.com. Okay, awesome. Now, so it walks you through what to do. Samantha, with that said, there's a good example of where attorneys are using a settlement. In other words, they're using a settlement site that sounds like that. Yep. And but it's hosted by a legal firm. Yep. So, yeah, like you said, Ron, I scrolled all the way down to the bottom. It says, welcome to the official Blue Cross Blue Shield settlement website. Um, The website is good because they're going to keep most up to date dates in there. I think if any of the kind of dates that are associated with like the timeline for the class action lawsuit will be updated there as well. Okay, so hit our blog because our blog post will give you the right site and then you'll know you're at the right place. And thank you all for tuning in. Staying on top of compliance today can be the source of great concern and frustration. Our dedicated team of attorneys and experts look around the corner on your behalf and deliver the tools, education, and resources needed to help you plan for the future and protect your employees and business every day. You can access additional resources, employer advisory sessions, and podcasts on our website, onedigital.com. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time.